Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today, I'm here with Jeff Abraham, longtime friend of the show. He runs the company that makes Promescent, the product that helps men last longer during sex and enhances intimacy. This show is a gift to your penis or the penises in your life. We talk about the difference between premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction or PE and ED. We also do a helpful role play so you can talk to your partner about his penis challenges. We give tips for mutual masturbation and ways to break out of that sex routine and how to close the orgasm gap because, hey, the struggle is real. All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can check out everything you need to know about Sex with Emily, plus all the great content we put up every single day to make your sex life and relationship better. Also love when you guys review us on iTunes and subscribe, most importantly. Like if I met you in person, I'd be like, are you not subscribed? I would grab your phone and press that subscribe button because you'll never miss another show again. Plus, it helps us with the show as well because I love you all and I love hearing your comments. So thanks for all of that. We have a new contest this month. So you know I'm always talking about the importance of pelvic floor health because it makes your orgasm stronger, more frequent and last longer. You don't have those annoying sneeze and pee incidents and having a strong pelvic floor just means a lot for your overall health of your body. So this month we're having a Kegels of Steel contest, but this contest is just for the vagina havers of the world. Sorry for your penises, guys. But you can let the vaginas in your world know that we are having a contest for them because the prizes for this contest will help you with your kegels and give you orgasms. From now until May 5th, we want to hear the top thing you've learned from listening to Sex with Emily and how you've applied it to your sex life. What has it done for you? Email feedback at sexwithemily.com with your submission and we're going to pick two winners to get either an Apex by Pormois or a Wee Vibe Bloom. And if you want some examples, so you're thinking, I don't know, I've learned so much from Sex with Emily, it's hard to pick just one, you can check out my sex hack videos on youtube.com slash sex with Emily, where you should obviously also subscribe. And join me on social at Sex with Emily, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter, because I know you're already on Instagram anyway. Let's chat. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoy the show with Jeff Abraham. We'll be answering your emails and I love you all.
I'm excited to be here with Jeff, the CEO of Promescent, and we've been friends and connected for a long time, and I, I, I was thinking it's going to be five years. Over four years, but over less four. than five years. Yeah, less than five, but over four, and I remember very specifically, I had just moved to L.A., Greg had reached out to me, who works with you, yes. to talk to me about the product, and mm-hmm. I remember I, was, I just got out of the hospital. I had like an ammonia and I'd been sick and I yes. was in Michigan for a month and my mom had to fly back with me. We were sitting in a hotel. I didn't have a place to live and I was trying to figure out my life and we talked and we and I was like, oh my God. And I got so, you know, I was so passionate and so driven about sex with Emily and making it and work and then talking to you and you had that same passion about this product. I had known from the years of doing the show that so many men are suffering from like premature ejaculation or just challenge around their penises. Let's mm-hmm. just say men have penis challenges and we just connected around that passion and we've been you know friends ever since and I remember just thinking reflecting on how far we've both come since then ups and downs and things with work so I'm just so glad that you're back here in the office today to talk about everything that's been going on with you in your life and working in this industry and promescent which is um something that I'm very very proud to speak about and to be to been there with you since the beginning of it pretty much the beginning since you started very, yes since we really put a big push on to go commercial yeah so Welcome back to the show. This might be your third time, and everyone loves when you're on. So, of course, we have to have you back. I've been talking about Promescent since, you know, for several years now. And whenever people email in, they have questions. We talk about it, obviously, for Mm -hmm. years. But I want to hear from you, like, what people might not know the story about how you got involved with it, because I I so connected to your mission when Mm -hmm. we first met. So, it's an interesting story, and it's one that is very unorthodox. The founder of Promescent, or Absorption Pharmaceuticals Company, which makes Promescent, was a urologist by the name of Dr. Ronald Gilbert. And Ron was my neighbor and my friend and also my doctor. So it was a very complex relationship, but we were really good friends. And so in late 2010, November 2010, I went in for my yearly PSA, as men do. And during the visit, he said, you know, I really appreciate, you know, our friendship and you've been around. And he goes, I know your history because I grew up you know, very lower middle class, you know, that kind of a thing, but a very loving, great family, but we weren't economically advantaged, so to speak. And he goes, I know how you've really done well. And he goes, I respect your business acumen. He goes, I developed a product and I really think it should have taken off, you know, much greater than it has at this point. I'd like your business expertise and, you know, could you evaluate this for me? I go, sure. And I have no idea at this point what he's about to bring up. And coincidentally, about two weeks prior to that, I was watching 60 Minutes, and they had a special on counterfeit drugs, because mm-hmm. that's become something that's a phenomenon now. And if you want to counterfeit something, you want two things to be prevalent. You want there to be a huge market for it, because obviously the demand, and you want it to have a high price so you can come in there and make money. So even though it was on counterfeit drugs, not on ED drugs and specifically, about 90% of it was about Viagra cells and right. knockoffs because that's what everybody was exactly. knocking off. Like, what else is there to knock off? Yeah, and they said that the legitimate market for prescriptions of those three drugs at that point, this is 2010, were $6 million. And for every legitimate tablet made, there was 1.2 knockoffs. I went, oh my God, that means there's a $12 billion market. So when he tells me, okay, I've developed a drug to treat PE, I look at him and go, physical education? Because... To me, when I grew up, it was like PE meant physical education. I go, well, a drug for PE, so you don't have to work out. It's what is it, like a fat loss pill? What is it? And he looked at me and goes, no, moron, it's premature. I go, oh, I didn't know they called it PE. He goes, yeah, they call it PE. So I said to him, hey, you know, I saw this 60 minute special, and wow, that is an enormous market. How big is the PE market? Mm -hmm. 
compared to ED. So I'm anticipating him saying 10% or 15% the size. He looks at me, he goes about 15, 20% larger. I'm like, excuse me? Larger. I go, wait, larger? He goes, yeah. I go, you do realize? He goes, yeah. He goes, as a matter of fact, about 15% of ED is misdiagnosed PE. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking about erectile dysfunction and versus premature ejaculation. Premature ejaculation. Yeah. Because the erectile dysfunction can be just like your erectile dysfunction, <laughs> your your erectile object, your penis dysfunctioned in some way. Exactly. So that's kind of umbrella. Uh, yes. So it could have been PE. It could have been delayed ejaculation. It could have been other things. It could have been other things. Under the umbrella of ED, but it, PE is... But what happens is if a man has chronic PE, meaning it's not something that comes and goes, it's not something that is occasional. If he has chronic PE, he will develop anxiety-related ED, meaning... His mind and his experience tells him that an erection is a bad thing. It leads to an unsatisfactory experience. So he eventually will have stage fright or mm -hmm. it'll be a more of a psychosis where he will be unable to get an erection, not because he has ED, because he ejaculates in 30 seconds. He knows it leads to a bad mm -hmm. conclusion. So I was like, oh, my God. So being the inquisitive type, <laughs> I go, hey, does this have a recreational component to it? Because I have friends that right. literally, I'm not kidding you. They take Viagra Celsovitra in the morning just, just in case. Just, hey, right. just in case just I have a case. you know encounter later, yeah. I want to make sure I'm no, strapped. I, right. I don't right. leave exactly. the house without a gun. You know what right. I mean? I'm like, okay. So <laughs> right. he goes, yeah, it has a recreational component. I go, uh, could you give me a sample of that? He goes, yeah. So at this point, I was dating this financial analyst that worked for Shearson Lehman. So from the parking lot, I couldn't wait to leave. As soon as I get out the parking lot, I go, hey, Carolyn, can you come over this evening? I need you to help me evaluate an investment because I'm thinking, hey, if this works, I'm going to invest in this company. That's what I did so, when I got the Sibby and I invited him. Maybe that's why. Exactly. So she comes over and we have dinner. She goes, hey, let's take a look at that investment. So she's thinking I'm going to come out with this performer PowerPoint. spreadsheet. Yeah, PowerPoint. We're going to look at this investment. So I go upstairs. I come down. I throw the bottle of premise. And I go, here it is. And she goes, oh, you're such a perv. I go, what? She goes, that's not, no, I go, I swear to God, technically I, I am a perv, I admit it, but right. technically I am but investing in the company. I am a perv. Yes, exactly. I said, so we really need to take a look at this. So, and I showed her the address. She goes, oh my God, that is Ron's company because she had met him because we were dating. Right. I go, no, I'm serious. I am thinking of investing, but I got to do my research. So we use the promescent. So the next morning I call him and we were really good friends, right? And, and he's like, what'd you think? I said, before we go into what I think of it, you need to change the name. And he goes into this impassioned explanation. Promescent means prolonged tumescence. Tumescence means engorged by blood. And that's a medical term for an erection. And he's got, I go, wait, wait. He goes, well, what were you thinking? I go, how about bone like a porn star? He's like, what? I go, I swear to God, she was tapping out. And he's like, what? I go, it was like 40 minutes. And I go, she's tapping out. She's like, enough. And I'm like, hey, I worked this hard. I'm right, finishing, right? right. And he's laughing. And he goes, how much did you use? I go, I used like six sprays. He goes, well, that's if you have like severe PE. I go, right. dude, I read one the direction. Right. She didn't tell me. He goes, if you don't have like PE, use one or two sprays. I go, thanks for telling me. I go, right. so of course I had to go back and do some more research, of you course, know? Of course, of course. So, That's part of the job. Yeah. So I go in a week later, I hand him a check for $100,000. I'm investing in your company. Okay. I love this. And so I go, give me 10 bottles. He's like, what? He goes, what are you going to do with 10 bottles? Of course, being the joker that I am, I go, I'm going over to the women's volleyball house at you know, UCSB this week. I need some pro He goes, what? And I go, just kidding. I go, I want to see if different people yeah. have the same reaction. So I wanted to make sure that I had a broad cross-section. So people that were my age at that point, 53, couple there. My son, who was 20 at UC Santa Barbara, him and his son friends. now? I love your help. Oh, he's 29. Oh my God, wait, I cannot believe your son is 29. Can you is believe like that? You met him when he's, no, okay. he's still single. Okay, he's Hey, so I want cute. grandchildren. Can you help me? Can yeah, we like do totally, a call out? Yeah, totally, but he's you know? so adorable and smart. Oh, he's intelligent. I love your son. He's everything I'm not. Intelligent, good looking, no, athletic, you know. all those things. I can't yeah. believe he's twist. Anyway. Yeah. 
So people are like freaking out. You gave your son. I go, my son's 20 years old. I hope he's having good sex. Okay. Do you really think that I think he's a virgin? Get out of here. Okay. So it was weird. Everyone I gave samples to within a week says, hey, what is that? Can I get more of it? I go, aha. That's a good sign. Good sign. Do you want to invest in? So I had just retired. This is the funny part. I raised my son as a single dad. I started my own company from scratch. I retired. I sold it. I wrote him a business plan because they go, can you help us? You know, and I go, yeah. So I got involved. And so then they go, hey, can you write us a second? Because the first one worked really well. Companies mm-hmm. start growing. Can you write us a second plan? I go, yeah, no problem. So then I really start getting into it. I started doing this on mm-hmm. the side. Hey, it keeps me occupied. They asked me to come to a board meeting. I went and the CEO wasn't there. And I go, hey, are we going to wait for him to come? They go, well, no, we want you to take his place. This mm-hmm. is a true story. I go, I don't know how to spell pharmaceuticals. I go, I've emailed some of my friends and right. tell them, hey, I joined, you know, I'm going to this new company. I, every time I go, P-H-A-R-M. Yeah. Is it U-E or yeah. E-U? I'm, I did not know how to spell right. pharmaceuticals. I, I go, it. which one comes first, E or U? And they go, listen, you're passionate. You work hard and you're smart. You can do this. I go, well, I've kind of been doing some research for the last 25 years right. on the side, having sex. So I do have a little background, you know, and it was just intriguing. So I decided to do it. And so I took over the company and we started to grow. And as you know, there's a little tragic mm-hmm. side to the yeah. story because Ron Gilbert, who was a uh, director of urology at Hogue Hospital, was murdered in a case of mistaken identity. Right, your best friend. My he, best friend, right. which was just tragic. I mean, it was just, you can't even fathom because it turns out it was mistaken identity. Right, right. The I'm guy sorry. had been had a prostate surgery 23 years earlier by another guy and he didn't know who it was. So he went to the VA to find out who it was because he was upset. Don't ask me why it took him 23 years to realize no, he was I upset. Know, I know. He finds out, he gets the name wrong and murders the wrong guy. As a society, we tend to make more out of people in death than they are in life. It's who we are. Someone dies right mm-hmm. away. He was, and sometimes you know him, you go, hey, wait a second. He was a good guy. Yeah, Seriously, don't go guy. overboard, okay? <laughs> right. You didn't have to do that. He was literally as pure a human mm-hmm. being I've ever met. He was the best father, the best husband, the best friend, the best doctor. He was beyond ethical. So I understand, yeah, yeah this has been your, your drive to kind of- I want him to have a legacy other than the doctor shot by the crazy guy because after he was murdered, it was weird. I was in my office one day and I got really emotional. I started to cry because part of this whole thing when I took it over was to make his company successful. He wasn't there. Sometimes business is not about dollars and cents. No, it's about your passion. It's about your passion. You're going to help people, which is why, well, that's okay. So when I opened up the show, I was saying that you and I connected on this level of both being, we both were working on something that we're very passionate about. I have this bit, I'm trying to help people better sex. I'm not sure how to make it a business at the time. I wasn't sure how to, I knew people were listening. I knew people wanted my product, if you will. It was a podcast. And then you have something you were so passionate about. Ryan had just died and we just had a long, so many long talks. I remember we had two or three hour talks on the phone. Yes, all the time. And it wasn't about business. It was about passion. It was about passion. So that's how we've always connected. And so I'm so glad that you're here and telling me that things are moving along with Things are moving along very well. Promescent and- yeah. For people who don't know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. Promescent, how would you describe it? It helps with, it's the only FDA treatment for premature ejaculation, but it's also more than that because so many people want to just last longer in bed. Here's what I will tell people. If we would call ourselves a premature ejaculation treatment, it would be the worst thing we could do. It's a misnomer, Okay. Because the actual definition, and I don't know how they come up with this in the medical community, for premature ejaculation, if you never last more than 90 seconds ever, whether you're by yourself, whether it's oral sex, whether it's anal sex, whether it's vaginal sex, let me ask you a question. Someone lasts 94 seconds, that doesn't mean they don't have PE? For God's sakes, okay? We've both been over this 
so many times that there's something called the arousal gap, that the average healthy man, we're not talking about pee, mm. we're talking about the average normal healthy man lasts five minutes and 42 seconds during intercourse. The average female takes 19 minutes to achieve climax. Exactly. Okay, so explain to me how a guy that lasts two and a half minutes technically doesn't need something. That's why guys stop, start, switch positions, think about baseball scores, think about their grandmother naked. But I mean, all these crazy you things. Do, right, to last longer. How many guys go, oh my God, I hope she doesn't get on top. Oh my God, I hope she doesn't go reverse cowgirl. Oh my God. Because, <laughs> oh, that position. Oh. I want it, but I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. I don't want it. You know, so many people that use our product, and I'm passionate, as you know. So, two hours a week, we have something on our website called OLARC, where it's an interactive chat function. And it's me operating it. And people go, why would you be operating? I go, I need to understand people that use our product. How did you find yeah, this? What do you, I love, what, you've always been so always, good with the data. This I is what I love about you from out. business. I know you're yeah. like, they found it from here. They found, they found it, from it from there. there. This and so how are you are using it? Now? Do you use yeah. it every time? It is this. So many guys tell me, you know, I didn't think I even needed it. But I was like, oh, let me try it. It's out there. And I say to guys, have you ever been in a position where you're like, oh, God, oh, please. Oh, oh, oh. And I call it the walking on eggshells. Because they'll go, well, I last long enough to satisfy my partner, but the last two minutes, I'm like, oh, you know, right, please. Don't enjoy it Instead as much. of enjoying yourself, you're having this anxiety attack. And then as soon as she finally finishes, you're like, oh, God, I can let go. Wouldn't you rather be focusing on enjoying yourself and letting go and having passion rather than be like, mm, you know, right. and, knuckling and everyone goes, well, yeah, but doesn't everyone have to do that? I go, no, they don't. And it's crazy because isn't it about, better intimacy isn't it about pleasing your partner well, i think this is what it's really about is that it does enhance intimacy brings couples closer together they can last longer women are just we just i hear from them every day including myself we get frustrated with sex there is this gap absolutely men don't last as long or our partners just don't give us the foreplay that i we saw desire, and i know you do need. some work from cosmo time to time yeah yeah and i, I saw this article them. cosmo this was a long time ago i think it was seven or eight years ago and they did this survey and they asked i think it was a thousand women what is the one thing that you could do to increase the level of satisfaction in your intimacy? And I think 68% said longer duration of intercourse. They ask a thousand men, what's the one thing that would, you know, enhance your intimacy? And I think 80% said bigger penis. I'm oh, like, excuse me. Such a okay, please. Okay. It just blows my mind. You know what that indicates there's no communication well, okay because if men and women talked and a guy would go listen okay what would give you better intimacy and sometimes people say to me wow you're so considerate you know oh you're such a considerate lover i'm like i'm actually kind of selfish okay but i realize the happier you are the happier i am okay right. whatever mean, it is if men can get that message if they sooner the understand yeah. if you're selfish and you don't focus on the woman she's like oh god this guy you know what i mean mm -hmm. if you take your time and you make sure that your woman is satisfied. Do you know what she's going to do? I want to make sure he's happy because right. I love the way he right, makes it sure I'm happy. This is something that so many men do it's not understand. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I always say this to people, and this is the funniest thing. Before I took this job, people would say, what is the most fragile object on earth? And I used to say, oh, one of those Fabergé eggs. You know, mm -hmm. they cost, what, $20,000? I go, no, it's a male ego. That is the most fragile yeah, no, thing it's on true. earth. Because everyone will tell you stories, and until... I took this company. I didn't realize how bad it was because I was just very open. You know, it's like, right. hey, yeah. life is life. So it happened like about 100 times in the first two years. So we had this, you know, saying if this happened, if we had a dollar every time this happened, we'd have $100. Now it's a thousand. Okay, we're up mm -hmm. to a thousand. Literally as recently as a Super Bowl party I went to and it was a really nice party in my neighborhood and stuff. So we're sitting there and one of my neighbors goes, hey, you're the guy 82 Sunglow. I go, yeah. He goes, oh my God, your house is nice. I go, yeah, I just built it, you know, whatever. He goes, what do you do for a living? 
I go, I'm the CEO of a small pharmaceutical company. He goes, what's the name? I go, Absorption Pharmaceuticals. He goes, I never heard of it. I go, I told you, it's small. Right. He goes, what product? I go, it's called Promescent. He goes, what does it do? If you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell yeah, you exactly yeah, tell what it you. does. We're here at a party. I don't care if your yeah, mom's right there. Exactly. Well, he's on. standing there with his wife and right? he goes, you know, what does it do? I go, it's an FDA compliant treatment for premature ejaculation. Okay. Talk about dropping a turd to punch bowl. Okay. There's like 15 seconds of absolute silence. Do you know how long that is? He looks at his wife. His wife looks at him. They both look at me. I look at them. Right. Now picture this. You can't see this, you know, on the podcast, but mm -hmm. he puffs his chest out and he's like, it's the last thing we need in this relationship. Right. I'm like, oh, excuse me, Ron Jeremy. Okay, right. you know, and, uh, so whatever. So we have some small talk. Halftime comes and they had this buffet and they had all this stuff. He goes, get some food. The wife leans over and she goes, we could use a little bit of that. You have a sample See, of that? See, this is what happens, I dude. I swear you, to you, I know. it's insane. Remember when you sponsored my, my 10 year anniversary show at the, um, at the improv? It was you, the improv. Yeah, the improv. And you dropped the bottles of impressive yes. present table. I was like, you guys grab it, grab it. And it was so funny because people would leave and then you'd see them come back like, like, okay, I'm going to, and they would all the men started grabbing it. No one grabs it when everybody's looking. And then later everyone's like, right. putting their pocket like, off to the side. strangely all the promescent is in the bags. I got to tell you another thing you'll laugh at. And this is hilarious. Okay. So we go to some of these shows like SMSNA, which is Sexual Medicine Society in North America, you know, or the, the AUA, American Urological Association. So the doctors come by. Oh, I've heard of this. Oh, yeah. Give me some of the therapy. This. Oh, how about some samples? Well, just send a, a case to my office, you know, whatever. So about 530 to six o'clock, the shows always end at six at night. Mm -hmm. The doctor will come by and go, oh, can you give me a single sample of that? Yeah, I have a patient I want to personally deliver this. And as soon as they leave the booth, I always turn around to all our salespeople. I go, one person clinical trial taking place this evening. You know what I mean? Because you know that's exact. The guy's like, you know, hey, I'm out of town. I'm going to go, you know, whatever. And literally, I swear to God, they come by and grab one bottle because they want to go use it and find out. I literally have this theory that 75% of urologists went into urology because they wanted to learn how to have better sex. I swear. Well, I, I think that makes sense. I think that we teach what we need to learn. Yes, exactly. Every urologist, I shouldn't say everyone, because one of my friends is going to be listening to his wife and no, go, hey, look at you therapists. We're trying to figure out our own things. Yeah. I was having bad sex. I started the show because I wanted to have amazing sex, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I get I it. I remember watching your show, Misadventures. Misadvised, yeah. Yes, yeah. misadvised, yeah. yeah. The funny was thing was, yeah. I told people this before I ever met you. I go, you know, I got so used to Dr. Ruth. She'd say penis. I go, yeah. ooh. You know what I mean? It was like, not that there's anything wrong because she's, you know, for her age, she's right. fine. But when you're a guy, you don't want like your grandmother t saying the word penis. Right, That's gross. Right, okay? right. Yeah, it's like. But you're like, I can have Emily say it. Yeah. And then when, uh, when I told people, oh, we're going to have this relationship with Emily, you know, and I go, she's like a woman when she says penis you don't go oh you go oh yeah you know what i mean it's like because i think guys relate more and i think that's why you probably have a pretty significant male yeah you know I have a lot of fellowship yeah, yeah. because guys more go, men than women it's yeah like half and half yeah, yeah because guys actually go i could imagine her being intimate and being cool yeah if dr ruth goes this is what women want i would go how would you know how you know what i mean like oh right, no God. i get it it's a different if, if i was like an 80 year old dude i go okay yeah we might you know but you want someone you can relate to yeah you know and so i want a hip young vibe to this because for the longest time it was like oh you have to do it missionary style oh if you're two minutes you're fine because the aua guideline says 90 seconds or less i want someone real that says hey you can last four minutes but if your partner takes 18 
I don't care what the book says. Right. I, if you if this gives you better intimacy, then let's experiment with right, it. Right, exactly. Well, I want to go back to a few things. It's funny that you said that women said in the Cosmo article, whatever, mm-hmm. eight years ago, that I want my partner to last longer and that men were saying, I want a bigger penis. Because mm-hmm. that is just, first of all, I've said this on the show a lot and I have no problem saying it every week. Men are way more concerned with their penis size than women. Absolutely. They, we are not concerned. We don't wish it was bigger. I've heard more from men and women who are challenged with having a large penis all that stuff it just shows how how different men and women are that women just want more pleasure mm-hmm. they want more foreplay they want you to last a little longer yeah. and this just shows that men are thinking about their it's their ego their penis is so tied into their ego but they're thinking about the wrong thing they should, I, I hope that also listening to this conversation will get the, will get them to think about your penis is fine guys i promise you your penis is fine however if you get your penis to work a little bit more effectively for yourself so you feel good that you're pleasing your partner that's great like let's put the energy towards that cuz you know also i think we're talking about like pee but also like some people might not realize or the differences between having ED or delayed ejaculation. I mean, there's a lot of different things that can happen with men. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it can be um, psychological. And then we get up, tripped up on it because, oh my God, it came so fast. It's going to keep happening. So um, well, we kind of explained the difference between ED. Did we do that already? Where ED is just if you get hard and then you can't stay hard. Yes. Then you're like hard again. and can't. It's more of like there's a dysfunction. ED or is could more be delayed ejaculation. if you cannot maintain an erection significantly to have satisfactory intercourse. Right. Or I've been uh, hanging around a lot of your all. I know you have. <laughs> um, but the other thing that I was going to say is that, do you find, because I know that you're on the website reading everything, that there are some people who say, I need a person to realize that it was in my head and that mm-hmm. I can I continue to use it or I don't need it every time anymore, but I can, I just like to have it as like my safety because it helped me realize that I can perform in different ways, but also I just know that I can last longer when I want to, or it just helps them build up to it. And they, Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like they almost like a yeah. safety. If like I was, take Ambien yeah. when I travel, I I never have sleep problems, but I have a fear that what if I can't, like what if I can't sleep or what if I can't? And so always. What if you have a busy day tomorrow and it's midnight and you go, I have to get up at right. six and I have 12 hours of solid work and if I'm going to be substandard if I don't sleep. You go, yeah. I want to have like it I'm just not in a case. Pill, right. So yeah. like three times a year, maybe I'll yeah. take a half. You're just like feel, me. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like I just need to have it weirdly because when I try, but I feel like this is the same thing because whatever we can do to, to help men realize that like you can have it with you, you can try it, use it when you need it or just mm-hmm. use it ahead of time. Like it will give you that, that confidence. Jane like you Wells. know you're going to last longer yeah. and still have amazing sex. Absolutely. Jane Wells, I was on her KFI appearance. This was about two years ago. So she says to me, have you ever used your product? Mm-hmm. And I, of course, you asked me a question. I'm answering it. I go, would a winemaker not drink his own wine? I go, would a cabinet maker have someone else's case? She starts right. laughing. She goes, oh my God, I knew you were. I go, listen. I go, I don't use it every time I'm intimate. But there are times that, yeah, if you're in a brand new relationship and you're with a really arousing person you haven't been with, of course, the stimulation is going to be much greater than normal because familiarity sometimes gets a little bit mundane. Right. If you haven't been intimate in quite a while, you're going to have a quicker trigger, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of a thing. And there are nights where you go, I don't want to have a 30 minute session. You know, we both have to get up early, you know, that kind of a thing. There are times that you go, it's just different. It's just different. And the one thing that I will tell you though, is people who go, if there's a man who goes, I've never in my life ever had a need for that. They're covering something up because it's just something that it doesn't mean there are people that have chronic pee. There are people that have sporadic pee. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. the different kinds or like who, and who it impacts. Because I think that a lot of people think it's younger men. That well, have, here's have the crazy more. part. The actual 
truth to this is almost all men, the first couple times they have sex will have PE. Yes. You don't know what the feeling is. You don't know how to control it. It's totally foreign. The excitement is like, I remember the first time I was 15 years old that I was intimate. I swear to you, I think it lasted eight seconds, okay? I was like, I don't know what that was, but that felt good, okay? I was like, did that I? That long? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. And so you have no idea even what the feeling of an orgasm is. It's just, so then you get to a point where you go, okay, now you settle in, you go, oh, I have a little, a lot more control. But a lot of the physiological issues like prostatitis and low testosterone and hypogonadism, these things, these are things that come on later in life. Okay, so a lot of younger men have it initially because of it's something they don't do a lot right. or it's they new. They practice it. Yes. Excited, right. So there is a syndrome where a lot of young men will have it. There's another syndrome that as you age, a lot of the physiological reasons come with age. But there's also a significant segment of the population that have hypersensitivity. Okay, mm-hmm. meaning that the penile nerves under the frenulum, right. which is they the bottom of the head do, of the penis, exactly. they are wired. The most wired. sensitive part, your best friend. The That's frenulum. exactly. Just like certain people run faster than others, mm-hmm. certain people jump higher than others, certain people last longer than others. Right. Is we both know SSRIs, which are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, with those who aren't in the medical profession, they're the SSRIs, depression drugs. Right. Yeah, Paxil, Prozac, Zoloft. They actually delay the ejaculatory response. The only problem is they have some significant side effects yeah. like dry mouth, nausea, so up vomiting. Until we talk, yeah. start talking about PP. That's what they would give to people. That's what they would give to people. Right, right. Selective serotonin right. reptake inhibitors. But the side effects are pretty significant. But the thing is, there's a wider range of things out there. And we like to educate because we believe if you do your homework and you look at all the options out there, a large majority of people are going to go, I don't want to take depression drugs if I'm not depressed. I don't want to have dry mouth, nausea. I'm so not a fan of people going on antidepressants unless you are truly depressed. Well, here's the crazy part. So being the CEO and investing quite a bit of my money, I invested millions of my own money eventually when we started to grow in the company. How can I effectively market this product and know who needs it unless I know what else is out there? So I tried every other, you know, topical. So mm-hmm. I said to Ron, he was still alive at the time. I said, Ron, I know it's a low dose specifically for PE, but I want you to put me on whatever the low dose is so I see how that works. Because how can I speak intelligently right. about how this works versus that if I have no idea? So he puts me on a low dose uh, Zoloft thing. I think it's ser- serotoxin, whatever mm-hmm. the real name is, right? 20 milligrams a day. Yes, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) You're more medical than I am. So he puts me on this low dose, 20 milligrams a day. By the 10th day, I call him. I go, can I just get off of this all at once or you got to taper down? He goes, it's got a half-life. You have to go, you know, one every other day for three days and one every third day. He goes, why? I go, let me tell you something right now. Someone took my libido, put it in a Garmin bag. No, I get it. And locked it in the trunk, okay? I go, literally... Elle McPherson could walk in here. She was real hot back then. I think she's still hot, but she was like super hot. hot. But this was like 10 years ago, right? I go, she could walk in here right now, strip down, lie on the kitchen table. I go, I'd rather have a ham sandwich. I go, it's not like I have low libido. I have no libido. I go, not only that, it feels like someone put a blow dryer in my mouth, okay? I don't know what this dry mouth thing is. No, dry mouth, dry everything. Oh my God, my eyes were dry. I was like, I felt like a reptile, you know? And I go, get me off of this. And... It was crazy. I go, that to me is like putting out a candle with a fire hose. Treating PE I with, get it. That's I mean, why SSRIs. So right. It's right. Yeah. And, and this is non-systemic. They, people still talk about that too. They still do. I know. Yeah. So there's a lot of other things that we talk about. Like it's not like you, you have to like, you know, Try out promescent, but also no. doing Kegel exercises. Absolutely. Um, see, which is great to have ejaculatory control. Um, seeing your, you know, doing Kegel exercises, you know, dealing with anxiety, the stop-start method. And all that stuff matters because it's important to have, you know, healthy prostate healthy it helps everything with men's stronger orgasms but what i also like is just um 
yeah, like there's just ways to move past it. And that if you wanted to use or have a bottle of promescent and you try it out and it can help you every now and then, that's great. But we're saying that there's other things there's that you can other definitely things. And do. We, but this is great that this exists on the planet, which is what I love. It has to be an option, okay? And sometimes if someone has severe PE, I mean, that's, there are people who have something called portal PE, meaning they ejaculate during foreplay. That's mm. a real syndrome. I just oh, thought it was because I was really Somebody hot. in the room, I'm not going to mention names, is raising hands. Oh, I've been experienced with someone who had that. Uh, yeah. So it does exist. Oh. So, so they use combination therapies. A combination therapy is a SSRI along with a topical like promescent because it's so severe that they and really those are the men with the penis, the sensitive penises. Those are the, the men who have like yeah, that have penile sensitivity, or a lot of it is low serotonin. One of the reasons why serotonin works is people have lower levels of serotonin. Also, men who are uncircumcised have higher levels of PE. Mm-hmm. So I ask a couple very noted urologists, okay, why would that work? He goes, think about it. If you're circumcised your head of your penis rubs on your, you know, underwear, you know, if you have an uncircumcised penis that has the foreskin over the top, it's very sensitive because it never sees the light of day, except when you're having intercourse. It makes so much sense. It makes it so much. I go, wow, that's really interesting. You know, you've learned a lot about the penis in all these last years. Look at this. A couple years ago, I went to this urology conference and it was a special thing on sexual medicine. So they asked me to give a little talk because obviously running the company, mm-hmm. I have a little thing. So the guy that introduced me is rather noted in the area. And he goes, this is Jeff Abraham. He's the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals. He goes, I personally believe this guy is probably the preeminent expert on premature ejaculation, you know, maybe in North America. Yeah. I go up in front of the room. And I go, you know, I really don't want that on my epitaph if I <laughs> die one day. You know what I mean? Without further explanation. You know what I mean? Here's the king of PE. Right. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to get a little further into this. Uh, it was through research. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> like, but I just found that kind of funny because even doctors, urologists, okay, right. they work on ED, prostate, incontinence. So they do a certain amount of day. I do this all day, every day. I talk to therapists, I talk to urologists, I talk to people who have it both severe PE recreationally. And if you're passionate about something and you find out that it exists to an extent that you never realized. And you know, a lot of uh, podcasts, I do a lot of you know terrestrial radio shows that I do and serious radio shows I do, they take calls. Do you know that when I they open up the phone lines, 40% of the people calling are women. They all oh, have the exact... Oh, yeah. Same question. I know if it's a woman, here's the question. You know, we could use that in a relationship, but how do I bring it up without right. well, how upsetting do you, let's it? Let's talk about bringing it up in a relationship. Here's exactly women how you are do. the ones who buy the condoms, they buy the lube, Absolutely. they buy the promescent. Let's talk about it. So here's what I say. Hey, they babe. call up and they go, okay, we'll, we'll role play <laughs> here. Let's role play. Okay, uh, role there's play. a call on line too. Emily, what can I do for you today, Emily? Hi, yeah, um, I heard what you were saying. I mean, about my husband. He's not always, it's not that he always really um ejaculates, if you will, very quickly, but sometimes he does. And he's a sweet man. I mean, he tries very hard and he tries to do the key. Kegels or the Kegels, how do you say it? He tries, he tries to do it, but I just, and I know he's very sensitive and and sometimes he does, you know, he, he, he gets to the party before I do, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I just wonder, like I, now I'm hearing that this product that you have could actually work, but he's so sensitive and I'm just, and I got my Michigan accent out. He's so sensitive and I'm not sure. That is very good. It also doubles the Wisconsin accent too, but it is. Yeah. Same thing. Midwest. (laughs) And I'm just not sure how I would bring it up to him because his penis, I love his penis and I love our marriage and I'm not sure how I would, 
how I would bring it up and say to him, look, honey, it's fine what you do in the bed. And if you, you know, sometimes come a little quickly, but I have this thing for you without him feeling even worse than he already does. Because you know men and their egos. I certainly do, Emily. I have an ego myself. (laughs) And I field these calls all the time. Let me tell you how you should address it. You don't want to say, and you're already on to this, oh, you have an issue. You don't want to personalize it and say you're deficient. What you want to say is, honey, just like you said, I love your penis. I love our love making. And you say, you know, it's really great. But, you know, let's go out on the edge a little bit. I read Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm going to go out and buy a feather duster. And I'm going to buy <laughs> some handcuffs. And I'm going to buy, you know, a whip. And then include the promescent in. So it's not personalized where, oh my God, this is an issue. A goodie bag. Roll it into a goodie bag in a fantasy night, okay? And then he may, oh, let me try this. Because let me tell you, Emily, that in my experience, and I'm 60 years old now, okay, I can't remember a time I ever went over to visit another couple, whether it's date night or by myself, and you go over and they're watching television. I've never, ever gone over and the woman has the remote and the guy's just sitting there. The guy has the remote. He's in control. He's like Mm -hmm. deciding what's on television. Whenever you go on a double date or ever you see a couple driving down the street, how many times is the woman driving the guys in the passenger side? One percent. And I can guarantee the one percent the guy's a DUI. He doesn't have a driver's license. That's why it's the other side. Men love control. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's as a man, you're taught you're in control. Well, that's so, why I don't really want to talk to him because I know that he's just going to feel bad when I try to take the remote. He you gets let so him, upset. You let him make the choice. You put it in the goodie bag because once he tries it once and he realizes he has control, you're going to have to try to keep him away from it. You're not going to have to give it to him. You're going to have to take it away from him because he's going to go, I love control. But how does it work exactly? Can you tell me what it means? Like if he just takes it and puts it on his penis and then he just lasts longer? Like I don't understand. Is it bad for him? How, what does it do? Here's the good part. <laughs> there are... Literally no side effects. It is lidocaine, which has been around for 45 years. We have sold 1.7 million bottles. The only calls we've had to our contraindications line, and that's the call, the 800 number you call if you have problems. I wouldn't say we've never had a call because that would be inaccurate. But the calls we have, hey, can I use this with a condom? Can I use it if I'm pregnant? Can I use this? We've never had someone call, go, oh, my penis turned green. and fall. You know, right. This product is safe insanely safe. That's why 2,200 urologists in North America have this product in the protocol. So if you go in to see them, under P, it says promescent by name. This is what you Mm -hmm. use. It is extremely safe. And the mechanism, this is why it's effective. Because there were other products that were lidocaine, benzocaine-based before. And they actually allowed the man to last longer. But the problem was, all they do is sit on the top of the skin and they numb you. We used to have this joke that drop a cinder block on your penis, you can't feel it. Okay, that's why you're lasting so long. You go, hey, I'm having really long lasting sex, but I feel like I'm taking aerobics. I'm sweating, I can't feel anything here. And it transfers to the female. And obviously you're inhibiting both people's pleasure if you're both numb. Because the objective is to have feeling and eventually reach the promise. Because I don't want to last people. longer because I already think that I, I, I already know when I, you know, I don't want anything to impact my sex life. No, not at all. I just want him to last longer. You want him to last longer. So Dr. Ron Gilbert, who is the founder and who was a urologist who invented this product, looked at all the options out there. Because when people came to see him for prostate issues, he had a ton of options. People came to see him for incontinence, he had a ton of options. People had prostate issues, he had a ton of options. People came to see him for PE, he said, well, you can take SSRIs and have no libido and a dry mouth and everything else, or you can just go home and have PE. Mm -hmm. So he said, I need to help develop something. My patients are suffering. He found that the best way that had no side effects were the cane family of products, benzocaine, lidocaine, but he had to figure out a way so they would not 
you know, numb the man totally up and absorb to the female. He got together with Dr. Tony Capamaccio, who was a research PhD chemist at the University of Georgia, and they developed this eutectic formula that changed the crystalline structure of lidocaine. It's normally a crystal, a solid. They changed it in this formulation to an oil aqueous solution, so it penetrates the outer surface of the skin. So it gets into the sensory nerves underneath. So the man maintains a higher degree of surface sensitivity, and it doesn't transfer to the female partner. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. Help keep the show free because they're awesome and so are you. We'll be right back. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you, whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. Jamie, thanks for joining me for this important announcement. I'm excited to be here for it. Really excited. Really though, like actually. No, actually we're excited because we are here to talk to you about System Joe's warm and buzzy clitoral stimulant. And I thought for a great, you know, to really give you guys a review, we should do it in real time. So we just both put it on our clitorises, not together. I mean, separately. Separately. But. warm and buzzy and feels good. I get it. It's warm. It's like, it feels so good. No, it does. It's like I'm. We're just sitting here, but we're just like, we've been going through this range of different emotions. We're just like, ooh, that's warm. Like, oh, there's a tingle. Like, ooh, there's now a there's buzzy. a little buzzy and a tingle. Like, it's it actually is like making me want to go home and, have and sex. use a toy, or use a toy. Or, yeah, or have sex. No, me too. I'm going to leave. I'm still going to leave. I wasn't <laughs> feeling great. Now I'm really awake. But this warm and buzzy, it's kind of like foreplay for your clitoris. Like, it gets me all turned on and warm and buzzy because there's... 8,000 nerve endings. I don't know why a clitoral stimulant hasn't been made before. It makes so much sense. Maybe it has, but I never heard of it. I've used Warm and Buzzy before actually with a toy and it, it, like, it gives that little extra oomph. It really does. Like extra vibrations. But the cool thing is that like System Joe has a range of different clitoral stimulants. So you can like have a cold one or a super cold one or a really hot one yeah. or one like just that just has the tingle, not like the different temperatures if you're too sensitive. Yeah, you just want to tingle without the temperature. It's really, you guys, this is like, this gets you ready. I always say you're so disconnected from your clitoris. A lot of us are disconnected from our vaginas. Use this and I'm so connected. I've never been so connected. I feel connected to yours as well. That's the power of it, Jamie. I know, right? I feel yeah. like we we just became like clit, <laughs> clit sisters. <laughs> well, anyways, but Emily, <laughs> how can everyone else get this? Do you want clit stimming gel? It's amazing, you guys. Okay, System Joe's stimulating formulas. You can find it at sexwithemily.com slash Joe. That's sexwithemily.com slash J-O. Let's talk to the people. I love talking to the people so on the show. So do I. If you have a question you want me to answer, that's amazing. You can now text Ask Emily one word to 797979. If you want to be called on a future call show, just indicate yes, I will call you. You can also submit a question from the Sex with Emily website via the Ask Emily tab. And as always, include information that helps me help you, your gender, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. 
This is from Nick, 27 in Santa Cruz. Don't worry, not your son. Nick. When you said Nick, I, I know, you're 29, I I know. Orange County. Hey, my dad's too yeah, out exactly. there. He's been embarrassing me on, on podcasts. <laughs> How do I deal with that? <laughs> Just give Nick my direct number, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Emily, my girlfriend and I have been together for nearly five years since she and I were 16, 17, respectively. Now that we're older, there's some tension regarding sex. She wasn't my first sexual experience, and this information wasn't delivered to her in the best way, so a trust problem started from there. She found porn on my computer and felt very strongly that she wasn't enough, and I liked looking at other women. There's a porn issue. She yes. saw the porn. Yeah. Now she doesn't want me watching porn or even masturbating. I still masturbate and watch porn without her knowing. I feel bad about it. I know masturbating is healthy and it doesn't mean that I'm not thinking about her. I hate these secrets. I want to be honest with her. So far, my approach is what she doesn't know won't hurt her. It's worked and things have been getting better. It eats me up inside. I want to change it. How can I be honest with her and help her understand that when I watch porn or masturbate, it's not because I don't care deeply for her. So I'm just, you know, you do a lot of talking with men and their penises. I talk about this a lot on the show because I understand that masturbation is so confusing, especially with young women. I've said I... When I was 25 dating a guy um, for like two years, my boyfriend, I found out he was watching porn and I felt like... I wasn't enough for him, that he wanted me to have blonde hair, long legs, big boobs. It was It's confusing for women mm-hmm. why a man would need to, it feels like cheating mm-hmm. when you don't understand that actual masturbation is part of a healthy sex life. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that your struggle here, Nick, we've talked about this a lot on the show and, I, and I, we have some great blogs about it on the website, but I also understand that you're feeling duplicitous because he's hiding it from her. Mm-hmm. And he said, I won't do it. And now he's doing it. And and I don't know how else to, because I talk about it a lot on the show, that it's important for her to to masturbate as well. And that men will masturbate before they go into a relationship, during a relationship, after. So have you ever come across this? Or what would you say to men who are feeling guilty about their masturbation habit and when women don't quite get it? How would you communicate this? I would communicate it in this fashion. And I don't believe in ever telling your partner, no, I won't do something and doing it hiding. You like need you said, to you do, don't, you can't lie. Yes, you do one of two things, okay? You either say to her, I want you to understand this doesn't mean that you're lacking. As a matter of fact, I believe that maybe you should be masturbating as well and why don't we mutually mutual masturbate? Mutual masturbation. Why don't we have mutual, so that it takes the shame away from it. We can both do it. It may draw us closer and if she's unwilling to do that, you might not be suited. You might not be compatible, okay? To me, when you start living a duplicitous life, you go, well, I can't expose that, especially when it comes to intimacy with your partner, for God's sakes, you either have to bridge that gap or move on. Right. So is he going to live the rest of his life masturbating in secret exactly. in the closet? I'm going to make a fake business trip so I can go jerk off somewhere? Yeah, no, okay. you're so right. No, you're so it, right. Sorry, hon, I couldn't pick out a tie this morning. Yeah, I mean, exactly. What were, yeah. In the, what were you doing in the closet there for an hour and a half? You, you know, a great point. And, and I love that you're so, um, you're so blunt about this and so direct, which I can always count on you for, <laughs> is that Nick, I think you're right. Like he's going to, this, I get that they've been together like mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. from 16 to 22 you know let's think of how much we change over these years and that you want to please her you love her but the truth is yeah i mean you can tell her that it's healthy it's it's natural it's normal she should be masturbating well you can't change her mind you have to just be honest and say i need to do this it's important for me i'd love to do it together everything that jeff is saying and that you're right to say that nick if this is something that she really can't handle and she's forbidding you from masturbating and she hasn't gotten her head around this yet because I don't think I even got it when I was younger, it might be time to find yourself in another relationship because you're not going to change anybody unless they want to change. But you can give her all the data. It sounds like you've given her the information of how but important it is and that it's healthy. Include her. 
include her like and say, listen, masturbation. yeah, I, we can masturbate together. Okay. Right. And I'd love to watch you. And I don't know about most guys, but I'm assuming hot, cause right? I might've occasionally seen a porno or two or 7,000 uh-huh. or 8,000 or 400,000 <laughs> or 500,000, you know, but if you ever watch porn directed at men, there are always women masturbating. Always. You know why? Because guys love it's watching hot, right? a woman please herself. Right. Love it. I know why? for me. Why do you think you love it? Because two things. Number one, it shows me how she likes to be touched. And let me tell you something. Every clitoris and every female is, even though they look somewhat similar, they are totally different. Okay. Something that pleases one woman and goes, oh, my God, I love that. Some are like, oh, my God, I can't. It is insane how the exact same genitalia, some people, I like it rough. I love some people like, oh, wait, I love this tender. You know what I mean? You're like, wait a second. How can something that looks so similar (laughs) and so many people have so many different responses? So, number one, I love the idea that I'm learning. When I watch her touch herself, that is exactly how she wants to be touched. Exactly. Because she's doing it with total control. Because how many times, you know, you're with, well, you're not with a woman, but for well, me, you're I've with a woman. woman. Oh, exactly, exactly. That's a whole other subject. We may have to go to my next podcast, okay? okay oh, my we'll mind's wandering, okay? Who was the woman? Yeah, okay. But it's one of those things that, you know, it's always like, oh, you're the best, you're good. And you're like, oh, really? Okay. If you watch a woman touch herself, you know that's exactly right. what she wants. She's she doing has total the control. She's finger tap. That's She's it. going that's in exactly. circles. That's exactly how many fingers there. She's going up, yeah. down, how hard. I, I, that's exactly what I'm focusing on. What exactly? I always love how much pressure. How does yeah. she like it? You know, like you say, circle she's up, that tapping. tapping. She's not even touching the clitoris. It, it, is she going around the I clitoris? I was going to say, I always <laughs> love the ones that in the area, but I don't want direct contact. Right. Exactly. So to me, it's a direct route. It's sort of a shortcut. It's a shortcut. Two months of stumbling. It's like having the answers instead <laughs> of having to take the class and then take the test six months later. You go, hey, yeah. I got a crib sheet. I'm looking right now. I got right? the answers already. And I don't have to go wo- through the- Exactly. Yeah. And as a woman, I can say that I love it because I think even though penises are less varied, I can pretty much figure out how to please a penis. <laughs> I've, I've also been around, but um, my hands have been around. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've studied sex a lot and had sex. But just the, the nuances with men as well. Like some, when they're they're giving themselves a hand, they go, or they're giving themselves a hand job. When yeah. they're masturbating, yes. they go over the top. Yes. And they go back down. Some just stay at the base. Some just on their frenulum. And the second I see like, oh, he's the one that goes over the top. And then then I know I do that thing that he did. Exactly. You're going, he gave me the keys to the castle right the there. I was like looking. It's, it's a like, shortcut and it's yeah, hot. So it's, it's the two things. Well, it's educational and it's say, super hot. Number one, education. Number two, is there anything better? Because let's face it, if you're in the middle of making love, you're all focused on what you're doing and you can't really sit back and watch a woman's expression and watch. You know, I love the idea that I'm watching her pleasure herself and I'm watching how the buildup comes. Because, you know, when you're in the middle of it, you're busy. You got stuff yeah. you're doing over there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I love the idea that I don't have anything. I don't have a task other right. than studying. You know right. what I mean? And watching. And there's nothing if you're a man that's more sensuous than watching know, a woman have an orgasm where you're not like, oh, I'm kind of looking up off the side or never where I'm at. You know what I mean? Where right. you're just totally focused on that. I love that. I it's know. so hot. It is hot. Yeah. Right. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. So Nick, that's what we're telling you. We gotta bring her into your communicate, game. Nick. Communicate it. Okay. Um, we'll do one more. I love these. I know. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Let's think. I never think the guys like 22 and women 22 have these issues. I go probably like people 60, but people born every, in this day and age that have issues communicate like that. I'm like, really? Honey, honey, every age people have challenges around really? sex. I mean, you're 22 growing up now and you're going, gee, masturbation is like unhealthy. Really? 
That's why we're helping everybody. That's okay, right. So let's do Kelly 25, California. Hey, Emily, I've been with my boyfriend for just over a year and we have the most amazing sex. About six months ago, his refractory period just vanished. He can come and then start another round without even pulling out of me. He often comes multiple times per session and wants sex multiple times per day. I love it, but I've never been with a guy who can do this. And he says it's a new experience for him that has only happened with me. I'm wondering, is this common? And could that be the reason for it? Is it his hormones or is our sex really that good? So he comes a lot that he doesn't have a refractory period. And the reason why I wanted to talk to this one is because, Kelly, you're 25. I'm going to assume he's about your age. And my guy that I was dating when I was 25, he could just keep coming and coming and coming. Like, I think that it is a youth is on your side. Mm-hmm. And it's it's rare, but he could just get hard come and then keep going. And it was a miracle. Well, I call that, <laughs> and we have a saying, you know, that with... Some of the younger people, even if they have an issue sometimes with not lasting long enough, I call it they have a machine gun. They don't have to worry about it. They're spraying bullets all night. And then you get to a point, you know, when you're in your mid-40s, and you go, you have a rifle. You know what I mean? You get one shot, and you take it. It's better be right through the head because I go, at my age, it's like I have a musket. You know what I mean? Right. I got to put the ball in. You know what I mean? It takes like a half hour to load it up. So it's one of those things. But according to her, if I read that email or heard you read mm-hmm. the email correctly, she said, that all of a sudden increased out of nowhere, that he wasn't that oh, way, right. that that came. That's not an age thing. I would say her man has maybe a little performance enhancing. Do you that's, think he's taking some like Cialis or a rag or something? It's, it's either a steroid or maybe a combination or a, mm-hmm. a uh, ED drug because you don't go from having normal sex and all of a sudden go, now I can come, you know, a bunch of times, my refractory period goes away. That's true. That comes okay. from a good. increase in hormones, a dramatic increase in hormones or an ED drug. I mean, if you're wired that way from birth, it's one thing, but all of a sudden in your mid twenties, you go, and especially with the same sexual partner. I guess so. I guess I didn't say, I just got excited that this happens when you're 25 because I can I relate kind to it, of but excited. you're right. Yeah. Going, but no, wow. you're right. But also I think that um, that could be it. You're right. Maybe he is taking a drug. You can ask him, is he taking Viagra or Cialis? Because if it, if it completely disappeared, so if, if Kelly, if it was like you've been with him for over a year and if the first, let's say, n- you know, nine months, 10 months, he was, he'd come once, roll over, fall asleep or come once, you have the next day or come once, wait an hour. But now it's straightforward, no stopping, then you're right. There's something that drastically changed. And you and I both know, because we're not in our early 20s, that the longer- Although I feel that way. You feel that way, exactly. You do look that way too. (laughs) That if you are in a relationship, the longer the relationship, it's going to go the other way. You're not going to become more- Familiarity breeds contempt. They say that for Mm -hmm. a reason. And anyone, I don't care how creative you are, how great your sex is, if you don't work at it, you're going to get into a routine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like anything in life. Everything. Okay, everything. Exercise. So the idea that you're going to be in a relationship that, you know, you have sex once a night, it's fairly routine, and all of a sudden halfway with the same person or same circumstances, you turn into this raving sex god. Seriously? Mm-hmm. No, I good mean, point. That could be it. Yeah, really? That Pull this finger, it. play Jingle Bells. Exactly. Okay? No, I got it. I got it. No, you're right. That's a really good point. And then also, if your boyfriend, though, starts to last longer, like maybe they're using Promescent, that's, that's exa- not a bad thing. That's, Let me look up his name. Having- Let me go on my site. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I just ordered a three-pack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being here. And thank you for, um, I'm so con- uh, proud of you and all the success you've had with Promescent you've been getting a big out part there. Of it's it. really important. You know, for us, it's about education. I tell this to people because one of the things that we battle against, and I always tell people, it's not people loving the product. If we get business, we get repeat business. The thing is, people go, oh, 
That's one of those lighting cage sprayers. I already tried that. They don't realize. Right, they've that, tried a, a, oh, a bad one. Or do you know how many times that we get emails or when I'm talking to people on the website to get ready to order, they go, you know, I tried Stun 100. I tried, you know, Mandalay Riser Duration. Uh, I would never let that, people try that stuff. And I go, wait a second. Okay, that's like saying I drove a Honda Civic. I drove a Ford Pinto. Why would I drive a Ferrari? It's a car. It's got four wheels. I go, well, they work a little differently. Why don't you take a little test drive and then let me know? And, you know, I'm out there. And sometimes right. I'll say, what's your address? And they'll go, why? I go, I'm going to send you a bottle on me. They go, what? And I go, I want you to email me back personally. And they always do. They'll do go, they? oh, my God, thank you. You know, I'm a loyal customer for life. I go, I want you to have the experience to literally make the determination if you think it is better. Almost 90% of people that we've talked to and asked that use our product have used another product prior. And you know how many of them go, I almost didn't buy it because I just, right. it's not even the idea of spending 19, I just want to be disappointed again. I didn't want to get my hopes. Is that I all it is? Yeah. That's cheap. Yeah, no. 19. As, I didn't do that, but I thought, yeah. Yeah, is we continue to grow. We're doing larger manufacturing runs. We're getting ready to introduce a new bottle. This is a 30 spray bottle. It's in between I the 10 some. and 60. I need some. I have so many people. We need some more samples. You will have some FedEx tomorrow. Okay. I'll call. Okay. I know We're the, I know I the, think ours, yeah. I know the big guys in the company really <laughs> okay. well. I can make things happen. I'll make a call. Because it's the kind you of thing I mean? when I have guys here, I'm like, come into our sex toy closet, which you haven't seen yet. Oh, we have it on our shelf right there. You're going to have a lot more we have when one I get more. Back. We have yeah. one on our shelf. Look at that, Jeff. You're on display. But it's funny because I always, and I know that like sometimes I'll let guys alone in the closet because they're not as comfortable and I know that they want it and it's not Oh there. yeah, no. So anyway. We run into that. We talked about that earlier where, you know, you have a show and everyone's like, oh <laughs> right, no, no. Right, and then next right. thing you know, it's like, hey, where'd those bottles go? Right. It's awesome. Jeff, thank you. From Promescent, everyone can check it out. They'll be in the show notes. Thank you for being here. This has been it's a really a good time. You got to come back and we're, I'm going to come see you in Vegas soon. Yes. We'll hang out. Two, three weeks. Two, three weeks. So I will be in Vegas, you guys. I'll let you know when I'm there. And uh, thank you for being here. And my thank pleasure. Thank you for being along. I'm sponsored supporter of the show. And I just love knowing you and having you in my life. I love people who educate people about intimacy. It's it's needed. Desperately needed. I know. We don't we don't come Real talk. equipped. Yes. Real talk, real sex. Yes. I just want people to have better sex and what you're doing. So do you. So um, thank you to everybody. Thank you to my amazing team. Ken, Jamie, our volunteers, Shannon, Jenny, Sarah, producer Lark, and Michael. I love you guys. And thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Text Ask Emily to 797979. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket... Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there.